Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per option are actually up on last year. Rates caught on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle and today it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, and welcome to the very latest episode of Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Our wonderful sponsors who have helped us start this show in uh, Melbourne's lockdown 1.0. We've now just wrapped up uh, lockdown 5 here in Victoria, but we do have a guest coming to us from the extended lockdown of Sydney today and one of the team members at Direct Connect. My name is Jane Neild. I'm a podcast producer and, uh, well, a bit of a real estate enthusiast and over my back shoulder because we're actually in a different studio today, Stav. So I'm looking at you on a screen instead of actually face-to-face is Stavros Ambazidis, one of the three co-directors at O'Brien Real Estate here in Melbourne, one of the best auctioneers in the country. But I will paint the picture. We record this podcast, Stav, at Sports Entertainment Network. Of course, there's a station in Sydney. Stations are popping up all around the country here in Melbourne in the midst of Olympic fever. We're recording this on Wednesday at lunchtime. The Aussies have just won gold in the rowing. There's just been another gold medal handed out in the pool. Every single studio is packed and full of Olympic broadcasting. So we're lucky we've found a little one in the back broom closet that we can still do the podcast this week. How are you, Stav? I'm great. Uh, and I was out in reception and I could hear all the cheering. The whole of the SEN group were <laughs> cheering away. But one thing I don't like is uh, I can see, uh, you can see me on the screen there, and they say it adds five kilos. I reckon that's added 10 kilos to TV adds 10 kilos. Oh, Steph, we've got to get your camera angles right. It's all just about where you put that webcam. Uh, and look, you know, it, it is good to have that Olympic spirit in the air because yeah. times are pretty tough. We've seen South Australia in lockdown, Melbourne just limping out of restrictions as we speak. So just give us a little snapshot. I mean, for the last uh, couple of weeks, you've been online again. So are you going to be able to do live auctions this weekend? Yes, uh, we can. We can have uh, 100 people indoors or out for auctions. Uh, with open for inspections, though, they're not allowed. Uh, only private inspections are allowed. And and look, I know it sounds a little bit convoluted, but what it means is we can do private inspections with 10 people. What they don't want is the public uh, and the neighbours and everyone else coming along. So we can have 10 people at a time. Essentially, it is an open for inspection that's uh, got guidelines. That's what it okay. is. Okay, so no sticky beaking. No sticky beaking. You've got to <laughs> register for all uh, inspections. You've got to register. And we do have a line of people uh, that that are, that are waiting. So uh, there's going to be another slingshot effect. Um, and obviously uh, all the... The backlog, uh, I, that's what I'd probably call it. There is a huge backlog at the moment. We have found ways. Um, it's like the AFL when they change the rules. We just It's the same game. We just find different ways. And I'm sure we're going to talk about what we did over the lockdown to sell properties. Yes, and we are going to be discussing some of those aspects. And, you know, it is interesting to see, and I've heard this in general from uh, business leaders, including my boss, uh, Craig Hutchison, mm. you know, and you said it last time on the show, interstate people and and different arms of businesses from New South Wales Mm. looking to Victorian businesses and going, how did you do this? Like, how did you get through? So, look, there's a lot to be learned and there is a little bit of a roadmap for New South Wales, Mm. in fact, that Victoria's done this all before. Let's welcome in our guest. James Lovell is the Business Development Manager at Direct Connect. And of course, as I said, Direct Connect, our wonderful sponsors of the Under the Hammer podcast. Direct Connect are the team that can 
really help to ease some of the pressure. If you're a property manager, if you're an agent, you want to talk to the team at Direct Connect about how they can benefit you and your business. Their number is 1300 664 715. Loads of information on their really great website too, directconnect.com.au. James will run us through some of that as well. Thank you, James, for joining us uh, from lockdown in Sydney. So as a Victorian, you know, we've seen it, we've done it all before, but how are you feeling on this Wednesday uh, where it's been announced that Sydney will definitely be in another four weeks of lockdown? Yeah, sure. Hey, Jane. Hey, Stavros. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, it's another four weeks, but I think as Stavros and I were talking about before we started recording is it's all about perspective. As long as we can carry on still doing our job, we're healthy, we still can get some sort of an income, um, then I think that's the best way to approach it and that's how we'll get out of this thing. And so for you, James, you know, what's the the vibe and the temperature that you're hearing from the team at Direct Connect and, of course, then all of those property managers and agents that you help in a day-to-day way? You know, are people feeling positive or is it really sort of hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel at the moment? I think they are positive. I think this year everyone was more prepared than they were last year. So a lot of the conversations we're having is, hey, we just switch back to what we were doing when it's happened last year. So they're, they're that much more prepared this year, which is meaning that they can carry on with their business. They are rostering staff, some to be in the office, some to be from home, and they're just adjusting to the regulations as they're rolled out. So we're here to help and obviously guide people through those situations and anything that we can do to do that, whether that be a recommendation around softwares or processes, or whether we can introduce them into a different way of doing things, then, then we will. Um, I think the other aspect of it as well is that we sometimes just call our clients just for a chat. So if I phone up some people and they go, hey, it's James calling from Direct Connect. Oh, it's not a tenant, it's not a landlord, it's not this, it's not that. Ah, there's a sense of relief with people when they sometimes hear us when we're calling. So I think we just try and do that as best we can. And do you sort of see, um, yeah, part of your role and the team at Direct Connect, really, you're a partnership with businesses, aren't you? You're, you're there to help them do business better and more easily on a day-to-day uh, basis. So I guess those relationships can be quite strong. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes we are in a position where we can be a bit of a trusted advisor around doing things differently. Um, we had some clients last year who still had online, sorry, who didn't have online tenancy applications. They were still using hard copy applications, but obviously with, with the restrictions and the guidelines, it was to minimise as many things as possible that were being touched or handled or given between people. So little things like we provided co-branded editable PDF applications that we could just give to our partners just as a workaround before they implemented an online tenancy application form. So stuff like that, really. Yeah, James, welcome uh, to the podcast. And, and what what I can say with um, you being in lockdown and being in New South Wales, you know, we're where we are, you know, yeah, where you are, we've been, and where we are, you're coming. So I think it's important where New South Welsh people uh, can actually look to Victoria and see what did we do well, uh, what could we learn from them. And one thing that I, I learnt um, after the lockdowns, speaking to people, what do you regret uh, that you didn't do in uh, in lockdown? And people say, look, I wasted my lockdown. You know, so I always say to people, don't waste the lockdown. Uh, replenish, rest. Uh, regroup, replan, um, look at your business model, uh, and that's what you can do. But one thing that 
I've got to say that saved our bacon last year was that we could still do our settlements and our final inspections. We could do, you know, we had to do all things po you know, possible to fulfil a contract where there was a contract in place. Yes, we couldn't do private inspections, but that's where Direct Connect really assisted us. And I think, you know, it wasn't that we had to go into lockdown, we had to do this. We got to do things and work with people like you at Direct Connect. You were still able to facilitate, and I think this is what I'd like you to probably explain to everyone, that you can still facilitate your role as Direct Connect to help people in New South Wales fulfil their contracts. And what does that look like? You know, what, do you, what can you facilitate them with? Yeah, I think that's great questions. Um, Stab, I think one of the things that was, a, I suppose, a silver lining of 2020 was it kind of expedited a lot of real estate businesses' transition to being cloud-based and using online alternatives because at the beginning of last year, there were still a lot of businesses operating on server-based platforms or things that required a you know, big monitor and to be into the office. So that kind of expedited it to a place where we could still be part of that process and hopefully we'll go into this a bit more um, shortly, but we've got a number of integrations into many real estate software platforms. And um, in fact, we, we introduced more integrations in 2020 than we have in our whole existence of Direct Connect, which is a crazy stat. And largely it was around the demands that the real estate agents were passing on to us and the feedback that we were getting. We were being told, we want integrations, we want things that talk to each other. And, um, and so that was still one of your phrases from a, a previous podcast and that's ruthless efficiencies you can't have ruthless efficiencies if you're having to log into a secondary platform or use something that's not talking to the main thing that you're using so that was the big thing for us and um like you've kind of spoken about in previous podcasts is that it's just drop downs it's just buttons it's just easy and simple to use and that's what we were uh, luckily able to do a lot of people might be surprised, James, to hear that there are still people in what seems to be just a technology-saturated world who are still using hard copies and, and the thought of putting together a PDF for an application, you know, for, for younger perhaps or more technically savvy uh, members of the real estate industry. It's like, yeah, what easy. As someone who really wasn't very ahead of the curve when it came to learning computer technology, I still freak out when I'm asked to put together an Excel spreadsheet. So it's not actually a given that everyone is comfortable with some of the technology. And like we've seen such a rapid increase in, in the uptake of technology. Stav was saying last time, you know, they do auctions now and it's like choo, 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 what used to be multiple photocopies is now just a, a few drop downs, a click and an, an e-signature. So tell us about, you know, how hesitant some people may have been to really get rid of the filing cabinet and start to just say, okay, we've resisted, we've really got to go digital and get stuff in the cloud as well. Yeah, I think that's that's a very true point. I think there was a resistance, I think is a, is a good keyword to kind of mention there. I think it was, I think there was two things for it. I think one of them was if you're not doing it, your competitors are doing it. So you're, if you're not implementing technology, whether that be operational or around, I suppose, marketing, where you're selling properties to buyers or tenants before they're looking, you're getting in before your competitor is. So if your competitor is still printing out five contracts, one to go to the buyer, the vendor's list, so one to go to the purchase list, one to go to the office, and your competitor's done all of that in in half the time it's taking you to do that, you, you, you're missing out, and you're going to you're going to lose listings essentially. I also think with the property management aspect of it, property managers, uh, I think traditionally have been operating at full capacity. They're always at 
the highest bandwidth they can operate with. So to come to them and go, here's an operational thing that we want to implement, it's extra labor just in the meantime. It's always been, no, I haven't got time, not now. Let me do this, let me do that, and then come back to it. It's never been something that they've willingly gone towards. Um, and I think where there's been a little bit of breathing space to kind of rest and, and, and look back at things where there was properties weren't moving as fast as they were, pre-COVID, it's given an opportunity to go, hang on a minute, let's have a look at our systems and let's spend some time implementing some new ways of doing things to improve our efficiencies. So, Now, tell us a little about National Property Managers Day. This happened uh, last week. Of course, it would have been lovely if everyone had been able to get together in a swanky hotel somewhere and celebrate uh, property managers from around the country. But this was an initiative that Direct Connect supported uh, in town and with the Real Estate Institute of New South Wales and the Real Estate Institute of Australia. You had to pivot. You had to go online. But I know there was people standing by with a little glass of bubbles to cheers the success of uh, some people recognised in these this day, a, a day of commemoration, really. I, I think there'd be property managers surprised to hear that there's actually a National Property Managers Day, James. <laughs> yeah, I think, it, oh, honestly, a, a terrific uh, initiative. I think long overdue, um, truth be told, even pre-COVID. I think last year, specifically, uh, specifically in Melbourne and in Sydney, there were so many legislative and operational changes that property managers had to dance through, working from home or having kids at home or whatever it may be, um, that it was there, they were, someone told me that they were the, 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 help, the doctors of the front line. Um, so I thought at first, I was like, oh, that's a little bit kind of uh, a bit steep, but I think actually it is true. They, they were there, they were on the front line and they were doing um, everything they could to make sure that properties were leasing and getting uh, repairs done and all that kind of stuff. So I think any chance to acknowledge that is, is, is terrific. So. Look, property managers, Jane, are the engine room of a business, a real estate business. And I don't want to take anything away from the, the sales department, but I've, I've def- I'm a salesperson by trade. I'm an auctioneer. But I could not do the work that these property managers do. Over the you know, several lockdowns that we had across the country, there was 134 reforms just in Victoria that they had to learn, adapt. There were 30%, approximately 30% of uh, property managers left the industry. Okay, uh, They had to get properties compliant. You know, there was all these compliances that they had, had to do. And remember, they don't get paid for all this extra work they do. There's no bonuses or extra commissions. Uh, when the market goes up, you know, salespeople make more money. These people really are the cornerstone of our industry because they literally have to learn, read. You know, it's not being flamboyant or learning salesmanship skills. I really take my hat off to them, and I think it's it's a great initiative, James, that uh, you got behind this and Direct Connect got behind this this fantastic day to support our property managers. So thank you. Yeah, I think um, yeah, definitely. I think it was it was a no-brainer for us. Obviously, we've worked with uh, the REI New South Wales here in Sydney for a long time, and we've had a long partnership with them. They are good people to work with. Leanne Pilkington, the president, and Tim McKibben, the CEO. They're just yeah, they're good people, and they're they're big supporters of Direct Connect. Um, and we yeah we often get behind each other's events so sometimes they'll come to ours we'll go to theirs we've got a lot of mutual clients in that aspect and we've got a lot of aligning beliefs and and values so it's uh, yeah it's it's a, it's a fit made 
quite well so you are listening to Under the Hammer I'm Jay Neal with Stavros Ambazidis from O'Brien Real Estate and our guest today is James Lovell the Business Development Manager of Direct Connect who are right behind the National Property Managers Day James what did you sort of see as some of the standout attributes for property managers and perhaps we've got some up and coming property managers listening now thinking hmm yeah how do I just sort of you know add that extra 10% to my performance what were you awarding what were some of the standout things that really really, you know, made these candidates for property managers that you awarded stand out from the crowd? Yeah, I think it was a, it was really good because I think a lot of the acknowledgement traditionally in real estate is around uh, monetary outcomes. So how much GCI did or how many properties you sold, the metric around values from a property manager isn't always acknowledged. And I think that was what we could do with this National Property Managers Day. I think um, one, of, one of my clients, um, Candice, she works for a business in Griffith, which is in Southwest of New South Wales. Um, she was actually nominated by her team. So she's the team leader of the, the property management department and she's only been there a year. And after 12 months, um, they nominated her. And the reason that they nominated her is that and they said that she'd educated them more and more every day and they were focused on their personal lives and also helping them maintain a balanced lifestyle. And it was just a good chance for them to acknowledge everything that she does. And has that been important, the um, recognition, and, and Stav's a big one on this, don't try sending him an email at 9.30 at night or after you've had a glass of wine or two because he's like, nope, it's not, not work time now. Is that something that's sort of coming through and maybe especially more so in lockdown that people do need to be able to just have that break and not be expected to have their phone on 24-7? Yeah, 100%. I think it's an industry which was going down a path whereby it was going to be unsustainable. And I think the real estate industry as a whole is much more aware around uh, real estate mental health and, and mental fitness. Um, an industry friend of, friend of mine, Kylie, Kylie Walsh, who obviously does regrowth, she was on the pod a couple of sessions ago and she talks about um, business owners going away to our retreats to switch off and, and recharge and all that kind of stuff. And I think these types of initiatives are going to get more and more popular um, as time goes on. And I just don't think that you can sustain the level of, of work over that amount of time. James, um, you spoke earlier about some real big initiatives and, and some tech that, um, that you, you've been working on. Can you let the cat out of the bag? I mean, is there anything... Because um, I, I do believe, you know, why use two systems when one will do? And, and you spoke about ruthless efficiencies, and I think that is so important. Is there something that's come out of COVID or through the initiatives that you guys have worked on that you can, you know, talk to us about? Are you allowed to? Yeah, sure. So we've got a heap that we, that we launched in 2020, which was really cool. Um, we've, we've kind of got two plays in terms of the integration. So... Uh, there is the CRM system. So there's obviously the, the trust account system. So the likes of Property Tree, Property Me, um, REST uh, for some of the, the, the server base users, whereby that's where the tenants' details are entered once they've been approved. And we've got integrations into these systems whereby once you've entered the details in, you can press a button or hit a trigger and it will take their details, all we, all we need for the connection. So their first name, last name, property address, contact details, and of course, when they're moving in, and then we can give them a call straight away. So it, those things are, it's, it, it's an integration, those APIs into our system, and then mm -hmm. it triggers the workflow. The other space we're getting into in terms of the integrations is a little bit earlier in the piece as part of the online tenancy applications. So as a tenant would 
view a property and progress their interest, they obviously complete their details. And as part of that application, they're introduced to our services and our brand, and that's where they can opt in. And if they do opt in and, and are approved, we've got a few solutions in that space that whereby it sends the referral directly from that system and, and the property managers and the leasing agents are doing it autonomously without any manual intervention. So we're working with a, a Sydney-based company called Snug, which we've worked with for a couple of years, um, another one coming up being Tenap and um, a few of the others as well. And um, we do have some stuff coming with um, our friends at um, realestate.com.au, um, which will hopefully have more details on over the course of uh, the next few months, which is really exciting. Some of the tech uh, that you're talking about, is it AI technology? Uh, are you using bots? Because I'm big on, I don't, as Jane sort of said, I don't pick up the phone after a certain time because nothing good happens after 7pm, you know, whether it's a staff member, whether it's a client, you know, I'll SMS, I'll do something else. But sometimes they can have had a couple of drinks or someone's had a grievance and, and you know what, they sleep on it and by the morning it's not as, uh, you know, my dad used to say, uh, the difference between comedy and tragedy is time. At the time... It's tragedy. <laughs> By the morning, it's comedy. So, I mean, bot, bots are a really good thing, and that's something that we're working on in our real estate industry where it can answer some questions. Like uh, if someone's after a Section 32 or a contract, the bot will actually answer that. Uh, are you guys working on any of that tech? Uh, we are definitely. We are putting a focus on the digital piece um, in due course. Ultimately, our business model is largely based on being on the phone. Um, so our call centre is open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So we do hope that we can catch people perhaps before work or when they finish work um, to have that conversation around getting them connected. Um, in terms of the AI space, it's something that we're looking at, and I've been given some uh, some details of some stuff that we're working on um, in that kind of world of, of bots and auto replies and, and you know 24/7 communication. Um, and uh, that's something as well which we'll hopefully be looking at for uh, for later in 2021 and perhaps into 2022. And for people like me who are scared of spreadsheets, <laughs> Excel and uh, very technically illiterate AI, artificial intelligence, yes, yes stuff. <laughs> I'm learning new words all the time, Jane. Um, someone's <laughs> Said to me, uh, S MSN. And I said, "What? What's that?" And they said, "Mainstream media." I, I'm learning new words all the time. <laughs> and prop tech is one that I've only learned. <laughs> Property technology uh, as being part of the Under the Hammer podcast. Uh, Our guest today is James Lovell, the business development manager at Direct Connect. And James, I wanted to ask you, you know, for people listening and they're going, "Oh, okay, this is all like, yep, I know I've got to get with the program. I still have a filing cabinet, and I still take applications on uh, hard copy paper." I sort of think as business development as you've got to get bigger, you've got to earn more, you've got to, you know, bigger profits. And is that kind of a bit of a, a myth or is business development not necessarily about the, you know, profit and growth is the end point, but actually about making your business more enjoyable to work in and those ruthless efficiencies that Stubbs sort of talks about? It, it, can that be development not to necessarily grow, but to just make things easier and more enjoyable? Yeah, definitely. We, uh, to be honest, uh, I'm in a bit of a funny space because I do business development for a product that our prospective clients and clients don't pay for. So I'm not actually selling anything that I need any money from you. So what I'm selling isn't the money at all. It's actually the operational process. It's actually the implementation of us into your business and how you operate. So it, it isn't really about how much money you're going to give us. It's more about how much money we're going to give you in a lot of instances, which, you know, 
that takes care of itself most of the time and it's seldom the thing that I like to focus on because we've got a lot of values outside of the money that we pay we've also got the obviously got the integrations for uh, the efficiencies but we've also uh, you know we do a lot of good stuff so we we, we sponsor and uh, donate money to a company called the Pajama Foundation, um, which they look after uh, kids that are in foster care. They send uh, an angel to them um, on a weekly basis to go and read with them for half an hour, an hour or so. Um, and it provides a little bit of certainty in can what, other, what otherwise be an uncertain time for these kids in mm. foster care. So, you know, stuff like that, we initiatives that we get behind and we, and we want to um, share um, and stuff like the, the the National Property Managers Day as well. So there's, you know, there's, a, there's an idea around kind of um, a little bit more depth and uh, wholesomeness around what we do. Um, and, you know, we like to think we're just good people to work with and we like to work with good people and that's um, a big part of it as well. Yeah, incredible. Um, and I'm sensing the accent there. So let's just uh, inspire people by your little journey in particular. So obviously, I'm thinking from the UK and, and you have been a property manager. So just give us a little quick snapshot of how you ended up where you are at Direct Connect. Yeah, definitely. So I come to Australia in 2013. Um, I previously thought about doing real estate in the UK, but then I got offered two jobs and then actually said, no, I'm going to go to Australia and uh, did the typical Brit thing, got off the plane and went straight to Bondi and um, made some Brit mates there. And I thought, this is great. Quickly decided that this is a place I want to live and this is where I want to build a life and uh, kind of tiptoed for a few odd jobs to kind of sustain the lifestyle. And I was actually quite lucky in that I had a friend who was working at a national real estate brand and they had a role for a receptionist, a temporary role for six months. And uh, what I like it, and I'm thinking, yes, 100%, get me into it. So I did that and I think. I've always said, if you're starting out in real estate, go and be a receptionist because you get a wide lens into all aspects of a business. You talk to tenants, buyers, um, vendors, um, tradespeople. You get such a well-rounded experience of it, and you also learn stuff from the other agents in the office, whether they're sales or property management. So for me, it was really great uh, kind of um, introduction to the industry and how things were done um, here in Australia. And then I worked through, uh, then I was offered a, a property management assistance role, which uh, essentially involved doing the routine inspections for all the portfolio all across Sydney, which is again a good thing because I got to learn a lot more about Sydney and go to places I ordinarily wouldn't have gone. Um, you know, being being exposed to a backpacker if you like at the time, and then I kind of moved role moved through the roles. I got in, uh, offered a, a portfolio manager's role, so I had my own portfolio of 100 properties in the inner west of Sydney, um, which was which was great. I probably wasn't ready for it, but um, you know, when you're that age, you just kind of just jump in and, and give it a go. And then I moved to uh, uh, another national company and uh, kind of moved through into uh, I suppose an introductory leadership role, looking after the leasing team. So we had. 20 leasing consultants across 10 offices in Sydney and it's just my job to keep them in check so majority of the leasing guys are you know young 18 19 year olds um very very hungry very driven they want to be the you know the the Gavin Rubinsteins the million dollar sales agents it's like hang on a minute you've just done it six months we'll move you there and we'll get you there so it was a little bit of a managed balance of, of managing ambition with expectation which I think is a key message for anyone starting real estate and uh, so yeah I love that I, I really did love that and it was great to work with you know passionate people at the time we were a client of Direct Connect so 
part of my job was looking after that operational relationship. So it was introducing the Lucent team to send direct connect referrals. Um, at the time, they had this job and they approached me and said, we think it'd be great because you've got you know a well-rounded understanding of product management to an extent and obviously leasing. And you know here's here's what would it, it would entail. And at the time, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. And then uh, it's my fourth year now and uh, it has changed the role in between when I started and now uh, for the better in some instances, but I love it. I get to talk to real estate people all day, every day. Um, I get to go to conferences and listen to these, you know, people that are, you know, kind of, kind of fangirl over, you know, so I'm, I'm very grateful um, for the role. And I think, um, yeah, I've got a, a, you know, a bold, bold future ahead. Oh, I think um, your narrative's fantastic, uh, James, and your positive outlook and, and just a couple of, you know, pieces of your dialogue, you know, you don't say, I have to work with real estate agents. You actually said, I get to work with real estate agents. <laughs> nice. And, up, I, and, and I love that sort of stuff. You know, I don't have to take my kids to um, footy training. I get to take... And, and dialogue is so important. Uh, the way you express yourself is so important. And another thing I love about what you just said is the wide lens. I love to pick up little positive things like that, the wide lens, because exactly working as a reception uh, or the first impressions of a, a business, you get to see all aspects. You get to see the four-dimensional client, you know, the, the landlord, sorry, the rental provider, the renter, the buyer, the seller. You know, you get to see all of it, and then you build empathy and you understand. It builds a story uh, rather than um, just, you know, getting a name and a number on, you know, on the screen. So I, I'd like to thank, you know, you especially, not just for coming on today, but your company and, and Direct Connect for everything you do because you give us a service offering uh, in an industry that we can leverage on. Yeah, we can provide a service to our our clients that we couldn't do normally. And moving and selling uh, your home isn't that easy, um, I've got to say. But one thing I do want to point out, something that Jane said about tech being you know, tech savvy, we sold a property to a 95-year-old person. Um, he was, The vendor was 95 years old, so the seller was 95. And uh, he had done a course over lockdown uh, at his local community hall uh, that they organised, and he was able to do a docky sign and sign wow. electronically, Jane. <laughs> so we we do adapt and we do change, and I think it all comes down to the want, you know, if you're willing to change. So um, thanks, James, uh, for all your insights today. And if anyone's looking at using Direct Connect, please jump on board because they offer something that, you know, our industry really works hand-in-hand hand with. James, thank you so much for your time. I think you pretty much summed it up there, Stav. And look, we do wish you all the best uh, for the remainder of the lockdown in Sydney. I know you're not going to be just sitting back and relaxing, but as Stav said, it is a good opportunity if you're not doing the commute and so much travel to uh, just recharge the batteries. But also thinking of you, I'm, I'm guessing with family back home in the UK and, and possibly around the world, I know it's been tough for a lot of, of people who haven't been able to physically see their families uh, for months and months and months so hopefully we can catch up with you again on the podcast and and maybe it will be when you're out of lockdown and you might even have had a chance to you know see your parents as well so thank you james yeah fingers crossed yeah i would absolutely love to come back on so yeah thanks for having me jane and stavros has been great no mate anytime
And of course, if you want to talk to the team at Direct Connect, give them a call. 1300 664 715 is the number. You can jump on their website as well. Head to directconnect.com.au. We're going to put all of the links to those. And actually, I'm going to do a little research on the Pajama Foundation because it sounds like an incredible initiative that Direct Connect are supporting as part of developing their business into a more well-rounded business as well. Links in the show notes, Stab's emails, Stab's details, all in there as well. Thank you for being on Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Stav, we'll chat to you in a couple of weeks' time. Done. See you then. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. It's Shana Blaze here. Join me on my podcast, Homestyle. We provide the ideas and inspiration you need for your home, DIY design projects and expert advice. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series, available from wherever you get your podcasts and the SEN app.